My next guest on this final installment of Beyond a Doubt for 2021 is a man who joined us for the podcast final installment of 2020. He's a writer and video maker at GSM Arena and an all-around awesome dude who I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I first met on a trip to New York about five or six years ago, and we've just been buds ever since, and that's awesome. Uh, since then, he's made Miami his stomping ground, so as I record this podcast on a parka, he's probably chilling back in a swimsuit with a mojito or... Uh, <laughs> oh, and this is funny. Like, I wrote this yesterday, but... Um, the, the rest of my script goes, or at least he would be if it wasn't inappropriately early. Um, and we just had that conversation about your uh, about your truly Ricky Villacrez, Ricky Vitek. Welcome to the podcast. Thank Welcome you back for having to me. The podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to be back. Um, really appreciate you having me on, and I'm mm-hmm. um, ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I noticed um, when I, I just recorded with Russell Holly uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, it was his second trip back to the podcast. And I realized that the podcast has been going long enough that I can start inviting people back. Like, I don't have to find new people, um, which, I mean, you know, I love new people, but um, I can start recycling guests, as it were. So, congratulations on being among the recycled. Um, in fact, <laughs> Yay. Uh, what we, an honor. We actually- I know. Well, we just had David Ruddock on for the second time, and his was like the second time in six months. So that we had we had like a Ruddock overload there for for a little while. But he's doing some cool things over at Esper. So I don't know if you've been following that story, but um, but yeah. So I wanted to have him back to talk about that. That was last weekend, and uh, and uh, tomorrow. As we record this, it will be like a few days ago as it as it goes onto the main feed. But um, tomorrow, I've got a uh, an interview with uh, an AI guy from Google, so it was kind of a, kind of a trip. I uh, I dig that on many nerdy levels. But this isn't about that. This is about you, Ricky. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Um, yeah? Back to your comment about uh, what what did you say? Uh, wearing a swimsuit somewhere? Yeah, I'm actually wearing really short, <laughs> really short shorts. You're just comfy around the house, kind of shorts. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, the weather's nice here. I don't envy anybody's snow footage, snow <laughs> pictures on social media at all. Are they starting? Have you started to see oh, those? Oh, yeah, like for the last like three weeks, I think. Oh, really? All, okay. all over. Yeah, yeah. It's just been snowing everywhere, and I'm just thinking, oh, it's kind of seems early. I think. But yeah. maybe that's just normal. It's not. I don't know. <laughs> it's, okay. it's December, so okay. no. And and actually, as we speak, we've got our first snow-ish fall outside going on right now. It's like it's kind of like that sleet, like that it like melts as soon as it hits the ground type snow. And you lived yeah. in New York, so I know you know like w- what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so it's but it's we're not our warm weather is not long for this world, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, I I just got a um. I just uh, acquired an e-bike. Um, oh, so, cool. Yeah, and and I'm really excited about it. But I was telling the people, I'm like, you know, just take the slowest shipping possible because I'm not even going to touch that thing until April at this point. So, That's you know, it's, it's, you know, it's really no big deal. But, yeah, I'm excited. I've never had an e-bike before. Do you do, uh, do, you do any, like, bike li- biking or cycling or anything like that? I, uh, I do have a road bike, but um, <clears throat> it's a regular bike. However... I do love the idea of having an e-bike or uh, an e-scooter, mm-hmm. but I live in the suburbs, so there's nowhere, and I have a car, so I don't really need something like that. If I live closer to like the beach, or if I live like more in a metropolitan, like Fort Lauderdale, sure, maybe I w- that's something that I would probably invest in. But 
Okay. Yeah, I just I can't I can't find a need for it right now. I wish I I wish I could. Those yeah. things are cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. So um. So I'm 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 a little blessed. Um. First of all, congratulations on your car crossing two hundred thousand miles. Saw that. Almost. So that very... Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's almost thirteen years old. Oh my God! Really? It's wow. a, Yeah. Yeah. It, it, for for a BMW, it's a big deal. Oh yeah. Well, and 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 hey, it's a Beamer, so it's got street cred, so that's cool. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so like, you know, kind of same thing with me. I live in the suburbs, but you know, since I work from home and since my family's gone from school all day, this is the type of thing that I could use for like a quick jaunt over to like, you know, the T-Mobile store or something like that or, you know, something like that. But um, it has like, I was reading about it. I've never, I, I've, like I said, I've never had, and this is like one of those pedal assisted e-bikes. It's not like fully electric where you can like you know just scooter around or anything so there will be some work involved um from what i understand um but like i could you know i i I think the spec said you can get like you know 40 to 60 miles out of a single charge so like i could i could take that to like my mom's house and back if i wanted to you know it would take me you know probably twice the time it would take me to drive but you know if i'm getting a decent workout at the same time you know that's uh you know that's legit so i'm looking forward to it i i don't know like i said i've never had one before so i'm not even sure like how often i'll use the e-bike part of it (laughs) so um you know and a lot of times they'll have like regenerative braking so like you know they'll recycle some of the power but that actually kind of adds some torque to the wheels not a fan of that so again we'll see it's it's a schwinn which you know 20 years ago would have been amazing these days not so much um (laughs) but uh but yeah, so we'll see. Um, it was uh, it was a stroke of luck, literally, to, that I was able to pick that up. But. So is this like a Black Friday deal or a, a Monday deal? <laughs> no, it was actually a raffle through work. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I bought like, you know, a few tickets and it was for a charity. So, you know, it was for a good cause um, and never expected to win, especially like the new guy who's been here for a week and a half is going to like swoop in and you know, grab the, uh, grab the bike out from everybody. But, uh, so yeah, I may have made some enemies in my first week at, at digital trends, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have to see how that, uh, how that, um, plays out. But, um, so how long have you been with GSM arena at this point? It's been a minute. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. So I, but as of October, this past October, it's been six years. Six years. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so been, mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say, so did you get your start at GSM Arena or did you, I, I'm, I'm a little familiar with the, with the early career of, uh, of uh, Ricky V. So uh, sure. No walk problem. us through the resume there, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem at all. So, um, so here's the story. I, I spent my college years which I'm talking like 2011 to 2015. Okay. Um, like consuming tech, reading tech. I, le- I read Laptop Magazine a lot. I really enjoyed, um, from Laptop Magazine, I really enjoyed the the mobile aspect because there was a lot of, they covered a lot of phones on these paper magazines. Yeah. And I would read about them so much. And eventually that ended up me going to, you know, going online and looking at stuff. And so a lot of these people that I know now, I was following way back when. Hmm. But so I went to I went to college for business and I um, was working for my dad at the time. 
And my dad works in industrial manufacturing. And so I have a background. I have some background in CNC machining oh, cool. and like 2D design and some 3D design, like sheet metal kind of stuff. So I know my way around a lot of these things. Yeah. And um, fabrication and stuff. Um, so from on my last year of college, I was like, okay, I need to get another job. I want to do something I enjoy. I mm -hmm. want to do something tech related. And so I found a job working at Samsung Retail oh, in cool. Best Buy. Okay. So this was okay. 2015, no. By this point it was 2014. And I found a job for Mosaic. They rep they were like they had they had their they had their workers representing Samsung retail reps inside Best Buy. Like the Samsung booth they had at Best Buy. I was working at those. Okay. At one of those uh locally here in, in South Florida and um and then, like, towards the end of my college years, um, my partner and I decided to move to New York. We need to move to New York. We need to, you know, get ourselves out there and just get away from Florida for a bit. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that we did. So that was – that ended up being, um, okay, you know, telling my telling my, my manager, the, the district manager for Samsung, like, okay, I'm, this is what's happening. I'm ready to go. But there's no openings yet. And they're like, okay, this is what you have to do. You have to resign. But then when a position opens, I'm going to recommend you because they, they they really like me there. Okay. I knew my stuff and I really like liked being around like these Samsung things. And Samsung things were easy to sell. Like they sold themselves like – and people would love to come in for those seven-inch tablets. Really? Those okay. Were, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was working – I was hired in the holiday season. And okay. so we, we would have stacks of those tablets and they would just be gone hmm. um, for like the holidays. So anyway, moved to New York. This was early 2015. Um, and moving to New York, I decided, okay, I'm going to buy a camera. I'm going to learn how to use it. I'm going to learn how to make videos. I'm going to make like tutorial videos on YouTube. And there are some videos that I made while I was, I just moved to New York. I was actually looking at them yesterday and they're, okay. they're very, they make me cringe. They make my, I make myself cringe. Mm. Um, but that you got to start somewhere, right? I'm so, familiar with that feeling, yes. <laughs> so I was uh, about to be rehired for this Samsung job, you know, a few months after I moved there. And um, I had an interview. I'm getting, to the, I'm getting to the part finally where it clicks, I promise. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, uh, I get an interview for Samsung Retail. And before the interview, I figure, oh, they're probably going to ask me about, like, the latest Samsung phone, which at the time was the Galaxy Note 5. Okay. And so I look up Note 5 specs. And naturally, the first result to come up was GSM Arena. Right. And when I go on GSM Arena, look up the specs, at the top, there's a banner that says that they're hiring in New York, a writer. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, damn, hiring a writer in New York. And I was just thinking like, I know could, I do could I do this? <laughs> I know words. <laughs> I like that. I know words. I could do this. I was like, I, I could probably write about this. I think I could write like, in, like really, in, like really make this my own and so they were looking for a writer they were looking for somebody who was willing to learn youtube and video as well because they were also building their channel from mm -hmm. like the bottom at that time and, and look so, at you you just bought a shiny new camera <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's 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 like you know after i i i um i got both offers for samsung and for gsm the same weekend haha <laughs> And so I told Samsung Retail, I was like, thank you, but I have another offer. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all set. And so really, GSM was my first, well, technically, Samsung was my first tech job. 
But this yeah. is like a this is like the tech that I want to be in job. Sure, sure. And yeah. so that's pretty much where it started. And it's since 2015 holiday season. Um, that's awesome. I got hired 2015 October, and then in January they were ready to send me to CES. They shipped me to CES. Nice. My first CES, and just like my like first real event where I started to meet people. One of the first mm -hmm. people I met was Fisher, and um, Jaime Rivera, yeah. and Hayato all among the first people I've ever met that I already knew who they were in the industry. Oh, and John Velasco. He was actually okay. the first person I saw and met from the, the tech field, the tech space. So wait, this um, was 2016? This was CES 2016. That was my first year too. That so. was your first CES? Yeah, okay. It was. was it, it was your first year as, in tech as well? Um, no, I'd been kind of lurking around for a couple of years at that point. I finally convinced Tony to send me in 2016. And and it's funny. I'll always remember that it was 2016 because as I was wandering around my hotel, um, I saw that the um, the Cubs were one of the favorites to win the World Series that year. And I'm like, I could just put 50 bucks down and just who cares, you know? Like, and you know, um, so I really thought about doing it. But then I'm like such a Vegas noob. I did not know how <laughs> to place a bet. So I ended up not placing the bet, and the Cubs won the World Series that year. And I and I figured it out. Like I would have won, it was like a hundred and thirty bucks or something like that if I'd put down fifty. So like it was like five to four odds. They were like very heavily favorite. Um, so I, I yeah, I figured out I would have won like a hundred hundred and thirty dollars or something like that. I'm like yeah, but I couldn't. I literally could not figure out how to place a bet in Las Vegas. That's how much of a noob I was. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, and, and it's funny because, you know, the, the names you're mentioning, you know, obviously the pocket now group, that's who I was yeah. there with. And so, um, chances are, I must've met you <laughs> that year, but, um, I don't remember it either and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met them. Well, I started interacting with them mostly at, uh, Pepcom or Showstoppers, one of the two, I don't remember mm. which one. Okay. Um, Jaime was working and doing his speed editing on his MacBook. And so uh, I just remember seeing that. And someone next to him was like, dude, it's so amazing just watching you edit. <laughs> There's this I was going to say, and everything. Yeah. It, it was one of those shows. I don't remember which one, but someone stole my cane. Oh, no. at, at one of those shows like so like i have a very old in injury from like 2003 where i like popped my knee and i didn't have insurance at the time so i just had to like, let it heal naturally um because healthcare in america sucks but anyway um and so like whenever i go to a place where i'm going to be walking around a lot i'm sorry i've got a dog like wandering around here and he's making noise so i don't even hear him shush okay well I will when I'm editing, and that'll drive me nuts. <laughs> oh, true, true. Okay. <laughs> so because of this old injury, I've yeah. got, um, uh, you know, whenever I'm going to go anywhere where I, like, I'm going to walk around or stand around a lot, I usually take a cane with me because I'm 44 years old. I don't care about pride. Um, so, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hobble around on a cane. And you know what? People are a lot nicer to you when you have a cane. It's interesting. Um, but anyway, so I, I was at one of those shows, and I, like, just leaned it up against the wall and, you know, wandered off to go do something. And when I came back, it was gone. Oh and I just God. remember I just remember saying to myself for the rest of that night, I'm like, who steals a cane? <laughs> like, come on. 
<laughs> camera bag. I get it. Actually, Fisher had had his camera stolen earlier that show. Oh, no. Um, from, like, I think it was CES Unveiled. It was, like, the first event that we went to. Yeah. And then, um, and then like, but I'm like, a camera, I get. Computer, I get. A cane? Come on. That's, like, that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, after walking CES so many hours... Maybe the first thing someone said was, oh, look, a cane. This is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, so, that sucks. Uh, that sucks for real. But, I mean, I, I it, it, whatever. I bought another $20 cane from the nearest Walgreens, <laughs> but still. Uh, it's just like, I was just taken aback by, like, so the fact that someone stole a cane. Like, I don't care about the having to buy a new cane. I was just surprised that anybody bothered in the first place. I know that other other people in the community have had their stuff stolen, and I'm just glad that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I totally agree. And, yeah. like, I've heard horror stories about, like, Barcelona and, like, mm. getting mugged in Barcelona and everything. So, yeah. Um, but are you going to CES this year? Yes, actually. Really? I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. All me right, and Marvin are both going this year. Oh, that's cool. So uh, you're going representing GSM Arena, I'm guessing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's been there's been talk around around digital trends about who's going, and I think they settled on like the section editors are going to go, and so like the 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 staff writer uh, um, peons like me need to uh, <laughs> need to run things from home. But you know, I I told everybody like even before they made the job offer there, I'm like, just so you know, I'm going to be in Disney for the first two days of CES, so. I won't be very much good to you anyway. Disney Cali so, or Disney Orlando? Disney Orlando. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're going there for um, New Year's Eve. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, awesome. with some friends. Um, and so, like, I'm going to be there on the 3rd and the 4th. And, like, I don't mind flying straight to Vegas from Florida. You know, I told my, my wife that there's a very real possibility. Um, but as it turns out, you know... It, 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 like, if I worked in any other section, maybe there's an argument to send me there, but mobile, you'll be done with that in a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You'll be, you're you're going to hit TCL, you're going to hit Motorola, Lenovo, and it'll probably be mostly Lenovo there. Um, you might hit, like, like, a Vivo or something like that. They might be there. But, I mean, really, that's about it, you know? And then it's just a bunch of, like, you know, batteries and chargers and cases and, you know, stuff like that, so... Um, yeah, so I told them if they need a floor monkey to walk around for three through three days, I can do that. But otherwise, <laughs> floor monkey. Well, I mean, you know, to go to go see the crazy crap that <laughs> that nobody else wants to go see, yeah. like you know. But I'm working my way up, <laughs> so um, I'm the new guy there. So I have, I have I have low expectations of like what I'll be able to do, except for winning an e bike. Apparently, that's on the list. So, a list of um, achievable goals. Win a bike. Yes, absolutely. CES 2021 was a virtual affair, and in to some extent, a little bit more enjoyable. This year is going to be kind of like a big old hybrid event. So, like, are you planning on are you, are you planning on doing like mostly in person type meetings, or are you, are you still going to be doing virtual stuff even from like the hotel room in Vegas? Or no. how's that how's that shaking out for you? No, if I'm in Vegas, I'm going to be going in person. I got okay. my three I got my three vaccines. I'm I got my mask. I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to yeah. start making this content. So okay. that's how I see it. Um, I feel like this obviously. For obvious reasons, this CES is going to be very different. 
mm-hmm. other CESs, you know, we there's so many people. It's all everyone's all over each other. Hi, hug, handshake, and I think this year is going to be different. There's going to be more precautions. There's going to be less people. I'm hoping there's going to be less people on the floor. Um, right. <laughs> nice caption, by the way. CES 2022. WTF. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just feel like uh, this year is for sure going to be different. People are going to be more cautious. People are going to be wearing their masks. And people are... are they, and there's some. <laughs> I would hope so. There's actually some people... Um, there's actually some events going on outside of... CES that uh, require vaccination proof. I think oh, CES nice. itself is also requiring vaccination proof. I believe they are. Yeah. Yeah. So that just makes that just makes things better. And then with the mask on top of that, I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be less cases of the CES flu this year. I hope so. I hope so. I I would just I would hope so. Yeah. So. <laughs> Although, you know, you're requiring proof of vaccination. You're inviting inviting the tech crowd. To, you know, to all gather. Chances are these people have heard of Photoshop. So. <laughs> Maybe maybe we can't be all that confident about it, but um, but then again, CES is going to be a lot of like foreign people coming to America, you know, where they actually take things seriously. So um, maybe uh, maybe it'll be okay that way. So, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I I would like to go. I don't mind. Like, I know a lot of it. It's kind of the uh, it's kind of the trendy thing to like say, oh, I gotta go to CES now and blah blah blah. It's like I I, I still like going. Although I've only been there twice, so um, maybe it just hasn't rubbed <laughs> completely, uh, completely <laughs> worn off for me. But like, I like CES. I just don't like Las Vegas. It's just too big for me. I agree on that. So this is the first time I'm not getting a car, that rental car. Okay. So I'm actually so I'm taking the train around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a um, the hotel I'm at. I'm at we're going to be at is going to be right off the, on a train station. Nice. We'll be able to get to the convention center easily, mm-hmm. but other hotels will be another you know another thing there's yeah. a bus that runs up and down <laughs> you know last yeah. week's boulevard but i don't know what we're going to be taking i don't know if we're going to have time to be taking the bus um i'll tell you it's going to th- be a case-by-case basis yeah in 2019 when i was there i took that bus somewhere and the bus driver was like very very sick when driving us like to the point where he was like like coughing into a bag and i don't think it was all just like i don't think it was just coughing i think there was more coming out (laughs) and like while he was driving and i'm just like yeah you need to go home dude (laughs) he got he got the ces flu yeah or something or something but um i've never actually been bitten too hard by the ces flu but you know what i bet i know at least for ces i bet i know why so many people get sick at ces it's because Las Vegas at that time is about roughly about 50 degrees, 50 to 60 degrees, somewhere in there. It's so cold. there's enough of a chill in the air that you want like a jacket, but then you go inside and it's like 80 degrees in there and you're like, <laughs> and you keep going like outside, inside, outside, inside. And like, I just think your body's just like, screw it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. So I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to shut down. You're going to keep doing this to me. I'm not digging it. So like, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's at least a part of the reason why so many people come home from CES sick is because, you know, they're just, cause you know, you go inside and you're so hot and then you're like going outside for, and oh, I'm just going to be outside for a couple of minutes. So you don't bother putting a coat on. And then like you, by the, by the end of your trip, you're freezing. And so, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. 
That, that's, <laughs> that's my working theory as to why so many people get sick at CES. Oh, and COVID. Um, but but my my working theory is uh, is because of the uh, the uh, the coldness. So yeah, um, it's just it's the coldness. It's it's so many people there. It's flu season. Everyone's mm-hmm. traveling from internationally. It's just like a breeding ground for yeah for for yeah. the flu. I guess no. unofficially, but... allegedly. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, just the flu. But we'll see. Yeah. But um, all right. Well, cool. I, I hope you have a good time at CES. I hope you get a lot of coverage done, and I hope that'll be a, a great time. You say you're going with Marvin, so that'll mm-hmm. be like a fun little side vacation. Does, does is he like employed by GSM Arena when he goes with you, or is he like a contractor, or is he just there for the free booze? Basically, <laughs> the last one. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like he helps me out. But um, but yeah, no, he's he's he. We're we're just there working. We're we're there getting coverage. He's helping me with my cameras. He's helping me with my gear. He's he's helping prepare, you know, coverage and stuff. Nice. So yeah, it, it's good to have someone who's like there to help you out because like I know so many people go there like just they're flying solo, you know. Yeah. And you know, if I were gonna gonna if I were to go, I would probably be there in support of AJ, who's my editor at at Digital Trends. So like, I might be. I might be his Marvin, <laughs> like, you know, helping <laughs> set things up and like yeah. making phone calls and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, um, it's all right. It's all right. So are you much of a gamer? I don't remember that. Do you, uh, do you do the games? Not a lot. I have okay. like, I have like three games on steam. Like I don't play a lot of games. I have a switch. I play okay. some, I play some Nintendo games, but not, right. not, not really too much gaming. That's legit. Reason I asked was because I yeah. was uh, I was thinking about that. Um, the, you know, they just had the game awards. I think it was the other day, mm-hmm. and and Google announced that uh, that Google Play games were coming to Windows PCs. So that's a little crazy. I'm still trying to process that. Like I need to talk about that this weekend on the podcast, and so I figured maybe I'd bounce it off of you and see what sure. you're thinking, so that way I can steal all of your good ideas. So, um, <laughs> but like Google Play Games coming to PC is is not a minor thing, right? It's it's an interesting prospect. So, okay, um, this is how I see it right off the bat. I did see the story that. Mm-hmm. Um, that Google Play Games was coming to Windows 11. Now, yeah. what this means is that Android games are basically coming to Windows 11. And what that means is, since it's Google Play Games, you're going to be able to play games on your phone and then get to your computer and then continue the progress of the games on your phone on your computer. Because that's what the whole premise yeah. of Play Games, uh, Google Play Games is. Mm-hmm. So... That's going to be interesting to see compatibility because all these games are normally designed for touchscreen input. But what if yeah. what if your computer doesn't have a touchscreen? Am I going to be able to map buttons? Am I going to be able to use a game controller? There right. are some questions to answer there. Um, but, I mean, it's going to really ultimately help Google's bottom line because it's going to give Google... It's going to give Google's... It's going to give people who play... Android mobile games, another opportunity to continue spending time on that and potentially right. spend more money for Google's revenue to go up. Right. Um, so that's just uh, immediately immediate impressions that I get yeah. from it. So, like, my first thought was, like, if you're getting Google Play games, why not just get Google Play? Because, you know, they were, uh, you know, 
Windows 11 is bringing the Amazon App Store, such as it is, to to Windows computers, so that you can run, you know, your Android apps on on. But then now Google's bringing over Google Play Games, and it's like, that's isn't that like? Wouldn't it be such a small step to just take the rest of Google Play and put it onto your computer as well? Like, isn't that like, because uh, it seems to me you're going to need a lot of the same services. And I, I'm not this level of nerd. Maybe you are. I don't know. Um, but like, I'm not lo- this level of nerd. But it seems to me like a lot of the back end processes that Google would need in order to get Google Play games to work on an Android PC, on a Windows PC would be the same that you would need to get like Netflix to run on a, on a Windows PC. So I okay, I completely understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I think that the level is more about competing with Steam, for example. Okay. You know, a hub for games, competing with but then not competing with Microsoft's App Store because Microsoft also has their own Windows apps. Such so, as it is. <laughs> so right. such as it is, exactly. So maybe maybe for now, in order to test the waters, they figure mm. that with the most revenue, uh, with the most revenue opportunity, they would use Google Play Games to do that to test the waters. That's yeah. my theory, anyway. Yeah. That I can do. That I just pieced together right now in my head. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, legit. So, and and I kind of wonder. And and it was also like such an afterthought during the awards. So, the, like the backstory here is that for Digital Trends, we got a press release. You know. Up ahead, uh, up ahead of time, and the embargo was quote when the host mentions it on the show, then you're allowed to publish. And we're like, that's not helpful. <laughs> so we had it all like written oh. up, and then we had to like watch the show oh. to see. And I mean, they gave us an estimated time, and I okay. would say all told, I only watched about ten minutes of the show because I just had to watch it long enough to see, you know, this news drop, and then we could go ahead and push the button. Um, but and it was such a it was such a like a half mention like they they cut to the host like here's the here's the game award and here's the award and here's the people giving their speech cut over to the host by the way Google Play Gaming's coming to PC let's go on to our next category and we're just like what what did that just did he just say what okay so push yeah okay <laughs> I mean it was like it was such a yada yada in the in the show um, but. Uh, I mean, it makes it, sense. They're trying to get they're, they're trying to get that message to the gaming audience. So yeah, yeah that's that's the best way, I guess, is to do it during the gaming awards. Yes, but not get a, get in the way of any <laughs> of any uh, actual awards going on. And I think it was such like a, such a gaming move to announce like, hey, here's this huge thing coming next year. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I don't know how closely you follow the gaming community, but like. When you watch like things like E3 and the Video Game Awards, they'll show trailers for the trailers that they're going to show next year for the game that they're going to release two years from now. Wouldn't that be a <laughs> like, teaser? Well, I you'd think so, but I mean, like, <laughs> I I saw I saw Keanu Reeves introduce Cyberpunk 2077, 20, 20, 20, right? Cyberpunk yeah, yeah, 2077. Yeah. In I saw him. Rele- saw him on stage introduce a trailer for a game that wasn't coming for two more years. Like, but that's how the gamers game. I like, as so I've had this conversation with a number of gamers and they're all okay with it. I don't know why, but they're, but they're all okay with it. Like they'll just build up this hype machine, like for literal years. 
and then like when they finally release it, everybody's disappointed because that's kind of like the only inevitable result of all of that. But anyway, so for, to to announce a game that's coming in two years, that's it's a long time to be I know. announcing something and. I know Cyberpunk had this whole thing and they had their whole fiasco and the people's expectations were destroyed and their right. games were buggy and I did and I was one of the ones actually the few games I had I did buy Cyberpunk 77 yeah. I got it on Steam I got it for PC and um I played through the first act and then I couldn't continue the second act because there was a bug where it wouldn't the game wouldn't trigger the next event mm. because I don't know why, and so I had to keep shooting into like nothing, on a, off a helicopter. So it's because there's a helicopter. So there's a part where the helicopter is circling around a, like a, a build, roof of a building. Yeah. And I was I was circling around the building for like an hour trying to figure <laughs> out why it wouldn't stop and land because I already killed all the guy all the bad guys. Like why 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 can't this continue? And That's I think awesome. it, I, I think I looked it up and it said something like oh shoot in the shadows or something and then something because there's trigger. like one extra guy or something. There's like nobody that. there. Yeah. <laughs> there's nobody here. There's nobody I'm done here. shooting. Can we land, please? <laughs> that's hilarious the um yeah. yeah so i've I've actually got we're actually talking on a lenovo legion gaming laptop that i'm that i'm testing out which actually the review of this was supposed to go up tomorrow but it got bumped by the uh by the ai guy so the lenovo review is gonna have to wait until the new year um but whatchamacallit so i was i was trying to decide like what games to download and cyberpunk was a candidate but i ended up downloading a microsoft flight simulator and oh, that's a great one. Okay. It's a fun game. Like, and it's just, it's so cool. Like, and so I had to steal my son's Xbox controller because I don't even have one. Um, that's, <laughs> that's how little I game. Um, but I, so I've been like flying around my neighborhood and be like, oh, there's the house. <laughs> and like, um, the other day, have you ever been to Hoover Dam? Yes, I have. Okay, so the other day I was feeling adventurous. I've only been the one time that was in 2000, CES 2019. Um, but the other day I was feeling adventurous, so I, I, I took off from McCarran, and I flew, like, at, you know, 30 feet down the strip, <laughs> you know, like, uh, just because I could. And right. be, there's no one to stop you. And then um, I flew over to Hoover Dam, and just for fun, I flew down under the bridge next to Hoover Dam, and then like pulled up before uh, before hitting the dam itself. It was kind of fun. So <laughs> I might have to look into that. I've seen, I have definitely seen footage of it. And it looks really good. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe I should like just start a Twitch stream of like me crazy flying somewhere. <laughs> Why not? You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, that's really the only. I don't see my thing with gaming is I don't I do more like kind of like puzzle games. I don't really do action games. But then at the same time, I also play Call of Duty Mobile. So you know, I guess that's a dichotomy there somehow. But like for like Flight Simulator, it's kind of fun because like I can just kind of do it at my own pace. Like you know, I can I can fly past uh, you know, and it's funny because when I was. <laughs> Sorry, I have this random thought here. But when I was flying down underneath the bridge, um, you, you know how the like the bridge spans like even above Hoover Dam. Like it's really it's a really high bridge, the highway bridge. Right? Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so it's funny when you're flying your plane, you don't see cars going across the bridge. You see cars going down the side of the of the cliff and then back up the other side. <laughs> like is that Microsoft, a glitch? I, it must be because Microsoft must have like. <laughs> 
programmed the wrong thing to be the road. It's actually kind of hilarious. That's that's kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> I, I highly recommend going and checking that out because it's a okay. real it's real trippy to watch. But um but yeah, so yeah, it's it's fun though. Like I, I taught myself how to land. I had no idea how to land and I wasn't I was too impatient to go through the tutorial on how to land. So um yeah, it's it, it's a fun game. Have you ever played it? I have not. My hmm. dad, I think, used to have like the very oh, very old one. Oh I, sure. I, I don't even know what year. Maybe ninety eight, ninety nine. Like, okay. like a simulator. And he had the yoke and he had like the whole setup oh, and everything. Cool. Yeah, I, he still has it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it used parallel. I don't think it was USB. I think it was a mm. parallel serial port. I don't remember. I'm Game sure you port, can get an adapter probably. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. But um, yeah, my dad would love it. Uh, he's he's a pilot. He's a private uh, private pilot. Oh, okay. I, yeah. He would either love it or he would be like. <laughs> I don't know. This isn't I how I like at all. Based on based on because he can't, he hasn't been able to fly re- lately. I think he would enjoy it. I think okay. He would enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was. Um, I think it looks very. The just the game. Some of the gameplay that I saw looked really impressive. I I, yeah. I, I might even I might even have to get it. I might have to get it just so I can play with my dad. Well, I mean, if you have a Xbox uh, Game Pass, it's included with that. So. Oh, okay. So I might just get a might just get a trial and then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, like, fair warning. It's what's the game size? It's like 110 gigabytes or something like that. Which is, I I want to say this laptop is like so. This laptop has like a 512 gigabyte um, SSD in it, but. I do everything in the cloud, so like I have my OneDrive synced to it, I have my Google Drive synced to it. So like when I went to put on 110 gigabytes of game, I like, ooh, I, I'm gonna have to trim some folders here, <laughs> so, <laughs> because it is fairly substantial, and I wouldn't be surprised if I pushed my data cap this month, um, just be, from all the uh, from all the streaming. But uh, but it's it's a really fun game, and you know, especially like so I'm I'm kind of a nerd where I'll like look at you know google uh, like google maps and google earth and just like pan around just to like see what things look like and uh, that's just that's just one of the things that i do i'm i'm a very um very aware that i'm very nerdy in that respect um, i used to do that many years ago I, I i haven't done it in a long time but yeah i used to download google earth and just like oh, yeah i wonder what this person's house looks like from on top oh i wonder right? where yeah all the time <laughs> yeah. So and so, like, uh, flight simulator is just kind of like that, but also with the challenge of not crashing, and um, and it's it's kind of cool because like when you're in free flight mode, if you do crash, nothing really happens. They're just like you're like you know, eh, 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 psh, oh, well now I'm just like facing the building and I have no way to back up. Are there crash <laughs> so. animations or does it just like no no, no. it just I mean yeah. I, Again, I've only done it in free flight mode, like where you can like pick an airport to take off from and pick an airport to land at, and you just fly between the two. Um, so, like, maybe there's other modes or something. I want to say there's like an adventure mode that you can that you can enable that presumably would give you some kind of like quest or something to complete. So, does this game have like the entire, like all the major airports, or is it like in, like of the world, or is it just like U.S. or no? To I, what from what I understand, it? it's the world. I mean, like you can, 
I would try to fire it up now, but I don't think that would go well when trying no, to stream. No, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> don't have to. But, but no, like, I mean, as far as I can tell, it's like the entire world. And, you know, it can also, like, not only does it have the entire world, but it can pull, like, real-time weather data. So if you want oh. to know what it's like to fly in Miami right now, and it's like there happens to be a rainstorm, they will simulate a rainstorm for you. Very and like cool. and yeah, and, and as far as I could tell, it's like all Google Earth it's like basically all of Google Earth. The only thing is like the one thing I noticed is like this the theme park around us, Six Flags Great America, which is like thirty percent of my Instagram feed during the summer. Um <laughs> they're um they don't have the park on there at all. Like oh. the, they have the gigantic parking lot for it, but then like where the actual rides and stuff are supposed to be, they have like just random houses placed in there. And okay. I'm like, and, and I'm guessing maybe it's like a licensing thing. That but... sounds actually the most probable. Is Disney there? Have you looked I don't at know. Disney? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. So, mm. and like the thing is, I've kept to locales where I kind of like know my way around because there's not much of a map. Like, it's not like you can like, um, like y it's basically like flying. Like, there's no, there's no like Google Earth or anything. Which I guess I did actually once open up Google Earth in like a separate monitor and just like have it open. So like, I kind of had an idea of where I was, especially when I was flying around Vegas, because like I only know the Strip and Hoover Dam, and that's it. Um, but so I haven't gotten too adventurous with going to like other places that I don't know that well. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll have to try Disney just to see if uh, if there's anything there. Um, but yeah, I, I was it, I was it was funny because I called my daughter down. I'm like, come here, come here. We're about to fly by, past Great America. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that it's not Great America. <laughs> Hang on. Let me bank around here. Yeah, that's the mall. That's the highway. Yeah, it should be right there. And that's like some random dude's house. I don't know, but it was so it was like so surreal. Like it just wasn't there. <laughs> but I don't know why. I think Great America was my first Six Flags park. Really? Yeah. California yeah. or Chicago? There's a Great America in California. There is. Oh, there is. Well, no, Chicago, Chicago. Really? Uh, my dad. Yeah, my dad and I were there for. Uh, when were we there? We were there for, actually, we were there for training. No, was it training? No, no, no. We went to one of his air shows. I, I accompanied him to one of the, his, um, he went okay. to a, 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 a plane show in Ooh. Oshkosh. Oh, okay. And so we, like, we, we went through Chicago. And uh, the, last, the last day we were there, he took me to the park. That's so and, cool. What year was yeah. that? Oh, man. I think that was 06, 07. Okay. Yeah, I was a little kid. I was like, like, I was like, fourteen, fifteen. I, was, okay. I must have been fourteen. I think I was fourteen. Wait, All right. Do you, do you remember anything about the park? I'm, I'm just kind of curious. That was a while okay. ago. Okay. So I only remember. I remember Superman. Okay. For sure. So they had Superman there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Superman. Scariest ride in the park. I. It was great. <laughs> it is <laughs> great. Only, it is. That was the only one my dad went on with me. After that, he just let me go on the rides. Like he, <laughs> he was waiting for me. He was like, "I'm good." <laughs> So but, like yeah, yeah in 06 you would have had like you would have had uh, the, raging the, raging the raging bull the raging bull would have been there um, is that a wooden one no that's a that's a that's a steel that's a steel coaster that's I like it okay. it was the tallest in the world at its time we might have had a riddler i don't remember 
Um, they, we've had a lot of rides that just were only there for a couple of years, and then they took them down. So that was pre-water park, though. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they didn't have the water park then. Um, but yeah, so like we, so the way it works was when I was in high school, we had season passes for like three or four years, something like that. And then we like stopped getting them for the longest time. And then like back in 2000, I think it was like 2016, something like that. We, we, we got the, we got the season passes going again. So, and then like these days it's really just me and my daughter that go like my son and my wife don't really care. So, which is (laughs) a little sad, but, um, but we're going to take their memberships and cancel those and then use that money to upgrade ours and it'll work out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you got it all figured out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I love going on coasters whenever, uh, whenever possible. So like Miami, you're not that close to Orlando, right? You're about like three hours, right? Yeah. Something I'm like, like three. Well, I'm, I'm in Broward County. I'm a little bit more North. So I'm in uh, I'm about three and a half hours ish. Okay. Give okay. and take. Yeah. Do you make? Do you ever make your way over to uh, either Universal Studios or uh, not or as Disney often? World? Not very often, but I did go this year. I went to Universal. I went to oh, Islands, nice. Islands of Adventure. Um, in the summer, we made the trip up. We were able to get some tickets from a friend. Well, at a discount. Yeah. Um, and we we hit up the islands, and we went on the new uh, Jurassic Park ride. Oh, cool! The Velocicoaster. Oh my god. I've heard amazing things about that coaster. <laughs> it, it I could have gone I could have gone on the ride and went home. Like that's like that's all I needed. Like I wow. got my life on that roller coaster. <laughs> it was so good. It was just Oh my god. It, it I I was speechless. And 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 the thing about, okay, funny thing about the the coaster, which I'm I think some people who look into it know, the ride overheats. Really? Because of yeah. So in the summertime, in the afternoon, like when it's like the hottest point of the day, the ride would close down because it overheats. And so much so that at the very end of the ride, there are actually water sprayers spraying water onto the onto, onto the like the tracks of the of the really? of the trains because um because well two reasons. Uh, first of all, it's going so fast, and the wheels mm-hmm. are heated, making so much heat. And then also, the 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 tracks themselves are probably so hot because the track is like a dark color, and it's in the Florida sun. Yeah, so already there. The other part is huh. there are two acceleration sections, and okay. the acceleration creates more heat. So yeah. it's just there, like there is. I don't I don't know if you've ever seen videos of it, but there is no slowdowns on the ride at all. It's just accelerate go through the whole thing and then accelerate again and then go through the second half and then at the oh, very geez. end you get your at the very end you get your massive like <laughs> breaks when you slow down right 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 and right. so so at the very end you see the misters you see the misters like spraying onto the trains oh wow, but, wow um, that's crazy i mean these months must be like better because it's not as hot but yeah um like a couple of hours it would close um huh. during the summer during the day. And so we thought when we went on it in the first, like we, as soon as we got there, we went to that, to that ride directly because we yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. let's go there now. Um, cause there's going to be a lot of people. And, um, a- w- actually when we went, it was pretty like empty. The park, it was pretty, it was pretty clear. It was like, it was like, uh, it was just when school started. So the park was okay. relatively empty, okay. which was nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we went straight to that ride, and then at the, 
And then we, we, we heard it close for a while. And then as the sun was going down, we saw it was open again. We were like, let's get one more ride and then go. And, and we did. Nice. And we did. Yeah. It very was cool. Very, I've, very cool. I've heard good things about that. So like my daughter and I, um, they had a uh, uh, Six Flags had a membership day um, uh, several weeks ago. And it was in between arm breakings for my daughter. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> Long story there. Um, so she was actually able to go, but they had um, the Raging Bull is like the tallest and fastest coaster in the park. And so they had this like membership hour where if you had a membership, they would let you in an hour early and you could only go to like these three rides. And it was like the Raging Bull and like two other pieces of crap. Who cares? And so uh, <laughs> um, so we we got in line for the for the first one, wrote it and then like. We played it honest the first couple of times, like we we would you know go out through the exit and go all the way back to the beginning, get back in line and come all the way around, until like I just told my daughter I'm like this is stupid, let's just stand here on the platform because it was the type of thing where the park was basically empty, so yeah, like yeah. every time they sent a train there were empty seats, so I'm yeah. like let's just stand here on the platform, see where there's an empty seat and just get back on. We ended nice. up riding in, we ended up riding the Raging Bull like ten times in an hour. Oh my god, <laughs> which like my daughter was in heaven because like that's her favorite ride in the park but yeah. um it was it was so cool like like i said you just get off and you just wait there and like you know other people get on they sit down and like okay that row's open let's just go sit back down and close it up and bam we, we, and it was it was uh pretty cool so um we're still at about the 50 minute mark so it's it's uh it's time to go ahead and start wrapping things up sure, so yeah why don't we uh, Why don't we go ahead and roll out the red carpet for you, and you can um, pimp your shit and let people know where uh, <laughs> where your where your stuff is on the internet and how they can find you and follow you and maybe talk about a podcast or something that you have going on. Sure. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. So yeah. Um, well, first off, I work for Jisa Marina. I do mm -hmm. news for them and occasionally reviews and video reviews. Um, I've also been. I've also launched my own podcast. Excellent. It's called. It's called How Tech Podcast, and you can find it at howtechpodcast.com. And basically, it's just about having these kind of like very similar, like having personal conversations with other people who are involved in tech, or even having conversations about with people who don't necessarily know about tech mm -hmm. and maybe want to just discuss. Like, for example, the first episode, the first episode of the show, I interview my friend Hazzy about her, her new iPhone. And she's yeah. not someone who's like super techie. So in her words, she gives me basically her review of the iPhone at the time, 11 Pro Max. So it's it's a fun time, though. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to make tech more relatable and I want to make tech more, you know, we something that we use so much, but a lot of people really don't know about it. So hopefully, um, you know, you can go on, have a laugh, but maybe learn something. Yeah, yeah, and I really enjoyed that first episode because it was it was kind of fun to hear about a phone from like a normal, <laughs> like exactly. You don't yeah. get that opportunity, like you know, a lot of the podcasts are like you know, I'm a tech guru and you're a tech guru and let's talk about tech guru shit and like <laughs> you know and but you know you get someone who's like i just like the screen because it's very bright and i can use it while i'm walking my dog or something like you know it's like you know you don't really you don't really get those kind of conversations so good on you i want to hear more more of those thank you yeah actually i was in talks with her she wants to get the new iphone 13 
but okay. she hasn't had a chance yet. But I told her I want to go with her and oh, maybe okay. use these microphone clips I was telling you about to do like a vlog style and add that into the, the podcast. But cool. um, go through the process of buying it, go through the process of like getting it paid off or whatever, mm-hmm. setting it up and then getting her impressions. Like that's what I want to follow up on because the original first episode I did almost like uh, already two years ago. But I, I was sitting on it for so long and just released right. it like a few months ago. So, so yeah, she's ready for an upgrade now. So I hope to be able to get with her and um, and uh, do a follow up. But yeah, um, the, the second episode we talk about cars, and then in the episodes after that we talk more about what tech means to us and mm-hmm. like you know, kind of get into those conversations of where did our love for tech come from, like those kinds of things. But I I hope to change it up in the next few episodes. There's actually okay. an episode coming up now about tech and parenting and how Ooh. it's it's difficult because i speak to my friend who's a dad and he has three 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 kids and um just like you know controlling their time on it and teaching them about tech and teaching them about it online and, and 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 social media and all this stuff it's so and kids now going to school on like going to kindergarten on zoom like i know that's just life that's like so life-changing like that's so different than 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 when we went to school. I know. So and, yeah, and like you're even younger than I am by like a not insignificant amount. So like the <laughs> the way that you went to school is even different from the way that I went to school. So I mean like yeah, it's uh it is a it is night and day. And I could talk for hours about that, but don't ask me about parenting with tech because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrible at it. Uh-huh. You so you would be a good candidate for talking about that. Um, no, I would be terrible at it. You should, you absolutely should not listen to me about anything having to do with tech and parenting because I am terrible. I am like, I like, honestly, we get to the end of the end of the show and people would be like angry at their phones for listening to have me listen to me talk about my parenting techniques for an hour. Uh, Yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. But anyway, Ricky, thank you so much for coming on. This is, uh, again, this is going to be our final installment of Beyond a Doubt for 2021. And um, and actually, shortly after this, we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus, and we'll be back sometime during or after CES. I honestly don't have a solid date yet, but I probably should kind of nail that down before <laughs> before we actually just go. <laughs> really, the thing is, I'm going to Disney, and I'm not recording any shows while I'm at, while I'm at Disney. But um, anyway, that's really what what it boils down to. Except I am taking my Zoom recorder because I'm a workaholic. So here we are. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, R- Ricky, thanks for, so much for coming on and, you know, it's been a year and hopefully it won't be another year before we talk again, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I want to thank you for, you know, for hanging out with me for an hour and to everyone else who joined the live stream and to people listening at home, I'd like to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>